Hello and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah and Kevin sat down to talk about Raya and The Last Dragon. Also, can I just say, like, I've, like, why is it not Raya? I don't know. <laughs> they were trying to get fancy with it. Raya should be spelled R-Y-A-H. Like, maybe have an H at the end. I don't know. It's fine. Uh-huh. It's fine. But thanks so much for being back on. Your question for this episode is, if you were a Disney character, which Disney character would you be? Oh, Thor? Because he's technically a Disney character. <laughs> Boom. Strongest Avenger. But he's not the strongest Avenger. <laughs> Puny Avenger. Wanda is the strongest Avenger. Facts. What What does Hulk call him? The Puny Avenger, Tiny. right? You're Puny, no, no, Tiny Avenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. So, why specifically Thor? Because he's like... So, I like Thor. I think he's super tight. He's a god, and he can live a super long time. He controls lightning, which I think is pretty tight. He has a hammer, which I also think is pretty tight. (laughs) And he's very handsome. You could definitely uh, be more handsome. I mean, that wouldn't hurt anything. Wow! I mean, everyone could be more handsome, though, you know? I mean... Except Chris Hemsworth. Can he be more handsome? Know. He might. I be think peak. Chris Evans is he more attractive than Chris Hemsworth, though. I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast now. <laughs> you disagree? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Who did you say? Liam Hemsworth? No, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess it goes if I'm going for that, like normal prep boy look or that bad boy look you which know which one is which i feel like they're both preppy chris, looking chris hemsworth is the bad no chris hemsworth is the bad boy because he has an accent <laughs> and he has the spiky hair so why don't you tell us what your movie is and why you picked it so it is raya and the last dragon i picked it because i just was like well, this could be my movie and apparently i'm the new disney plus release guy Ashley pointed that out. She was like, you've done every single one of those that have come out. And I was like, no, I have. Yes, I have. I think I have. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't do Mulan. That's because we didn't do, but we didn't, I, like, I mean, what is it? It's a remake. Not super exciting, you know? So, although I did have opinions on that one. So are me and you doing Cruella next? Oh, is that one coming to mm-hmm. Disney Plus mm-hmm. premiere? When does it come out? Middle of May, I think. I would think that if I took that one, Ashley would be really upset because I think she might want to do that one. So I'll I'll leave that you'll, to you'll, her. Or y'all can just like play rock, paper, scissors or something. It's fine. Tag team it. Well, I love we Emma Stone. We could do a tag team. So. That would be fun. But then one of you will have to do two movies oh, yeah. because of reasons. Because of timing. <laughs> rotational so why don't you give us a a overview of the story kind of like a beginning middle end long ago according to the story long ago humans and dragons lived alongside in the kingdom of kumandra the drone appear start attacking the land when the drone passed through someone those people petrify and turn to stone dragons and people are trying to resist but they're getting wiped out sisu which is the last dragon uh concentrates all her magic into a gem that banishes the drone, revives the people of Kumandra, but not the other dragons, and Sisu disappears in that process. Kumandra then becomes divided based on the location of where they are in the river, and they start like fighting amongst themselves. 
with the heart tribe, which is kind of in the middle, containing the gem that Cece made. So Raya is the daughter of Chief Benja, who is the leader of the heart tribe. The chief's training his daughter to fight to protect the gem because it's obviously a very important thing because it keeps the drone away. The chief invites other tribes to feast to try to create unity, which everyone's like, don't do that. And then uh, Raya becomes friends with this Namari girl who's the daughter of the chief of the Fang tribe, and she decides to show her the location of the gem. Namari shoots a signal up, and in the scuffle after the Fang tribe arrive, the orb is shattered, and every individual tribe steals a piece to take with them. Then the Druns sweep in. They start basically killing everyone. Raya's dad discovers that water can repel them and throws her into the water to save her life, and then he gets taken. That is what happens. Big time skip happens. I think it's five or six years, something like that. And Raya's trying to go and recover the pieces of the orbs to reunite the... reunite. I guess it's gem but reunite the pieces of the gem into one gem to try and stop the Droon from taking over everything. Raya is able to revive Sisu, and they travel alongside each other trying to rebuild the gem. Raya... Oh, I put Raya here. Sisu is able to gain the powers of the siblings whenever she gathers a new piece of the orb, so like whenever she gets the second gem added to her orb thing, the second piece, she's able to trans transmute into a human and kind of disguise herself so they kind of hide her and do that so every little piece adds a power because it's the powers of her siblings so um as they go through they're collecting the gems and they're able to form alliances with several people in their respective tribes sisu tries to get raya to to ally with namara instead of trying to steal the last gem from the fang tribe even though that's literally how they've gotten all the gems so far, but they're trying to change things at the very last second. Cece reveals that it was actually her siblings trusting her, and she was the weakest dragon, and that trust is what allowed her power to basically banish um, the Droon from the world. So, because of that story, Raya changes her mind, and instead of trying to basically steal the last piece of gem... She kind of offers a treaty to Namari where she gives her back her dragon pendant that she had given her a long time ago whenever they first met as a, like, a token of friendship. And Namari agrees to meet. Whenever they meet, Namari busts out a crossbow and tries to steal the rest of the pieces from the crew. Sisu tries to defuse the situation when Raya hits Namari's crossbow because she obviously doesn't trust her because she just busted out a crossbow. The crossbow accidentally discharges and hits Namari, which Raya obviously didn't... Oh, sorry, it didn't hit Namari. Let me redo that part. Um, Sisu tries to defuse the situation, but when Raya hits Namari's crossbow, it actually discharges and hits Sisu, which Namari and Raya obviously didn't want Sisu to get hit. With Sisu now gone, the Druin are able to attack the city, Raya is going after Namari as kind of a vengeance thing, and Namari has discovered that her mother has been turned to stone, so she's freaking out. Raya shows up, they fight, Raya bests her, but then decides that she needs to learn from the lesson that Sisu taught her right before she got iced, and she decides that she needs to trust Namari 
convinces the rest of the crew to do so. They all put their pieces and then get petrified kind of one by one. Amari is the last person standing and she reassembles the gym and then she gets petrified. But the magic the whole time was trust and having faith in one another. And so that brings everyone back from the grave. Like the gem activates and everyone comes back from being petrified. And uh, Kumandra is reunited and everyone lives happily ever after. And there's no more fighting and everything's awesome. And that's, that's the end. You failed to mention the fact that Raya has an awesome sidekick. Which one? Tuk Tuk. Oh yeah, Tuk Tuk. Uh, I talk about him later. Okay. Tuk Tuk is like my jam. Any other thoughts you had about the storyline? I felt like the storyline was something that we really haven't seen before. Like, I felt like it was a really good, solid Disney story that wasn't like, ugh, this is another, you know, Beauty and the Beast. This is another Cinderella, you know? I, I don't know. I feel like it was very predictable the way things, like, when the two girls met, like, out of the the very beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, these girls are going to be friends and then re and then like unite their nations. And once they got like betrayed, I was like, they're going to become friends toward the end and reunite their nations. And that's what ended up happening. So I, I don't know if I know a specific Disney movie that does that, but I do think that's a trope where like enemies uniting for the common yeah. good. And then it takes until the very end for them to realize that it's in everyone's best interest to not murder each other. <laughs> you know that's always a good thing so, so one of my thoughts i thought this was a pixar movie until i was watching it and like you know in pixar movies you <laughs> and everyone i didn't get i didn't get to see yeah yeah i didn't get super sad at like any part during this movie and i was like am i just dead inside but then i realized that it, no it was just because it wasn't a pixar yeah. movie like there were like some scenes that were like you were obviously supposed to become emotional, but I was like, I don't know, it just lacked that Pixar punch. You know, because Pixar are like, they kill someone you actually care about, and you don't, and like a lot of the times that person doesn't come back to life, and they're like dead dead. So, literally the only sad part of this was like, at the beginning when her dad gets petrified, but I thought that everyone was going to come back to life anyway, so I never was really sad. And then like at the very, very end, when everyone's getting petrified, I was like, I mean, I don't think Disney is just going to, like, pull out and, like, Infinity War, that, you know what I mean? Just, like, end it with that. That would have been really cool. If they wanted to set up a sequel doing that, I would have been all game for it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I realized it wasn't a Pixar movie after I was like, what is happening? And then I saw that it was, like, Disney Studios. Yeah, it was, the like, animation their actual studios. animation yeah. studio. I was like, that's why it wasn't super sad. They didn't have Pixar, someone in there conniving. So let's talk about characters. We have Raya, Sisu, Namari, Noi and the Monkeys, Tong, Tuk Tuk. And then there's, you know, there's little people in there throughout the way. But, like, those are definitely, I originally just put Raya and Sisu. Because, like, I mean, the whole movie really does revolve around them. Who are your favorites? I like Noi and his, Noi is the baby. I like Noi and his little monkey crew, which I don't think they're actually monkeys, but they're supposed yeah. to be monkeys, kind of. So they were cute, um, but that was just like any baby character is gonna be cute in a movie. But they were like they were like con men, 
kind of monkey yeah. and baby. So me and Ryan were talking about this. And there, I mean, I feel like this is a pretty big plot hole, which I probably should have talked about in the um, storyline. But, like, they've been petrified for longer than that. And, like... Yeah, I didn't understand that. Yeah, why is he still a baby? That the baby's parents were petrified. Yeah. But, I mean, Raya's obviously, like you said, a huge, huge time jump. And... Well, so, I, I don't... I don't know if they ever explain it, but I just, I just kind of in my head, canon, assume that the drone had gotten to them later. Oh, that was yeah, that makes that sense. was just because I mean the drone obviously didn't like kill everyone, but yeah, I did think that I was like, why? How? How is this person like missing his parents when he's literally a baby, like yeah. a few, like maybe a year and a half old or something like that? That makes sense though. But that makes a lot of sense. Good job. That they like slowly. I don't, I don't think they ever said anything about it, though. They weren't like, oh, yeah, the Droon came here later. Well, but I think there is an animation where it sweeps through the land, like, in different spots. But I, I could be misremembering it. I want to know, if he was in that city, how the Droon were able to kill his parents. Because the gem was, like, protecting that city. That's why, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, Maybe they were out for why, brunch. Why did the Droon... <laughs> yeah, they they went out and just like they were having a night on the yeah. town in a different town. Yeah. So my favorite is Sisu because she's really ridiculous and she she just brings that element of like like what what's happening <laughs> to the movie like she'll she's very she'll say just ridiculous extra, things. Yeah. She reminds me of Dory. She's like very like yeah everywhere with it you know she's she's supposed to be like the comedic relief character kind of so what is your favorite quote from this movie so i like whenever um raya is explaining to sisu that which sisu's like you lost the gem you broke the gem and she's like well i have this piece of it and she's like if you lost a puppy and i said well we have a big chunk of it would that make you feel better I thought that was pretty funny. And that was whenever Sisu was just first getting introduced, so it was still, like, everything she said, I was kind of like, she's just being a goo. And mine is, note to self, don't die. (laughs) And Raya says that. It's kind of along the same lines. It's something that's, like, really kind of, like, oh, oh, this is in a children's movie. Like, like that puppy line, I looked at, um... I had a birthday party and we rented a theater and Kevin didn't come because he hates me. But I looked over at a little girl that, that had come <laughs> and I was like, is she going to respond poorly to this? And like, I found out later she had already seen it. So it wasn't as big of a deal. <laughs> I'd found out later that she had a big <laughs> missing found a chunk of it. <laughs> oh. So it was a little too close to home. Uh, I was just concerned. That she would get upset, but she was fine. So it's it's funny yeah. those lines I mean, that you think, oh, like they're throwaway. <laughs> yeah, you don't notice those as a kid, or it's fine. So talking about sequels, would you want one? I don't think so. I think they wrapped it up with a bow. I don't really think there's anything more to it like i think they could have done something cooler with this universe for sure but i don't know i just i didn't think the movie was that 
oh, great, to be honest. I was a little... Like, when I first watched it, like, right after I first watched it, I was like, yeah, that was okay. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like... I knew from the very beginning, like, what was going to end up happening, kind of. Like, obviously, I didn't know that the Druun were going to be petrifying everyone in existence. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, like, whenever the Druun were coming in, I didn't ever think that anything was going to happen. There was no, like, actual danger the entire movie, which I realize sounds stupid for a kid's movie. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Pixar are always, like, they surprise you with something. And this, I wasn't really surprised yes. with anything. If Pixar took over the universe, I think they would knock it out of the park, though. <laughs> I feel like it'd be cool to see Raya, like, I don't know, living in harmony. And maybe they have to fight as a whole, as Kumandra, like, fight some other evil force. I don't know. So I will say this with, um, what is it, How to Train Your Dragon? I thought that two was totally unnecessary. You know what I mean? But they did something interesting with the story. And then also three, I thought was probably unnecessary, but they did something interesting. So. It's also a dream work. You know, film. you can make... Yeah, it is. I know. We're not, oh, we're not supposed to talk about that on here, no. are we? No. <laughs> we're gonna... <laughs> What's your favorite moment from this movie? So, I... My favorite part was whenever it panned out, the time skip. Right after the time skip, whenever she's writing the thing, I was like, wow, that's a really... I said something to Ashley about, oh, that's a really weird thing that she's writing. I was like, is it like a unicycle? That's weird. And then I realized it was Tuck Tuck, and I was like, yay! Like, I literally <laughs> said yay. I was super stoked. Because I like I like Tuck Tuck. He was cute. And then I was like, oh, he's a big boy now! <laughs> I loved it. I kind of really like... Even though Raya didn't really get it, I loved the father, like, teaching, like, okay, this is the gym and we have to protect it and we are the keeper of the gym or whatever. And, like, that moment was just really touching. And then it got really frustrating when she just brings Numari in. It's like, hey, look at this. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I think they had to make that, like, a very obviously bad yeah. idea. Like, from the get- like, literally, she's known this chick for, like, yeah. an hour. And they don't have any rice. Like, literally. And you're just going to take her to the gym. Yeah. Why don't you just give her some rice? Yeah. This this is a good idea. How about we show you our most valuable weapon? That would be like if someone from Russia came to the United States and Biden just, like, showed him the nuclear codes. <laughs> hey, buddy. Here you go. Seems, seems like you. a good idea. Any final thoughts you have about this movie? Okay. I do d not understand. So... I kind of get why Raya didn't want to show Sisu to people because then they the whole thing was she thought the Fang were going to try to steal her. And I think that's what their plan was anyway. But like they were already chasing her already. Like she was already running from them. So why not just show the dragon to people when you encounter them? Be like, yo, you have this piece of the thing. Here's the dragon. You want to work together. And if they say no, then, like, you have a dragon on your side. Like, you're probably going to win that fight. So, I don't know. It just... And the entire time, I think Sisu was basically saying kind of the same thing. Like, why do we have to... Why are we being so deceptive about everything? And something that drove me mad was that the entire movie, they're like, trust people, trust people, trust people. Right? 
literally every time she trusted someone, it did not go well until the very, very end, which to me means only trust like one person <laughs> one time. <laughs> like don't trust the majority. Like whenever she's getting the, uh, I guess it's the third gym from the city and that lady like locks yeah. her in, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? It's like, okay, you shouldn't trust people. Never trust <laughs> anyone. And then whenever she trusts Namari at like the point where they're about to try to get the last piece of the gym, she pulls out a crossbow on her to kill her with it. Or that's the assumption is that she's going to like yeah. rob her. It's like basically the whole point of the story is like trust people. But most of the time it's not going to work out yeah. very well. Which I guess you could say is like even though you get burned, don't don't like stop trusting people. But like trusting the same person who just screwed you over, that's kind of stupid. Just saying. Probably. But I I think she should have shown the dragon to some people. Like, because anytime the dragon came out, people were like, yeah. whoa. And then, like, they would end up leaving, you know? Too so, much comment. I don't know. I think they should have. Yeah, I would have been like, this dragon, you want to help stabilize the world real quick? My last thought is this is another movie that premiered both on Disney Plus premiere and in theaters. So, you rented it, or purchased it what i don't like i don't know what the right (laughs) it's renting basically but you still have access to it it's not access for like a short period of time as long as you still have disney plus i guess i didn't get to watch it a second time so i don't know but i think it's coming to disney yes like june 6th yeah it's coming like in june which is kind of a long time i didn't realize it was i feel like that's about the length of time it was for mulan like mulan yeah. I feel like premiered in December sometime, and then it released Something in March ish. I don't remember. I just remember Mulan's original release date was on my birthday, and that didn't happen because of the COVID. I think that Disney is being very like uh, strategic with the ones that they're releasing mm-hmm. like that because they're not doing well. Now they are actually, aren't they doing? Uh, Black so Widow. Cruella Premier and Black Widow are both being released simultaneously to Disney Plus on Premiere and in theaters. Um, and then there is also a movie, a Pixar movie, that is releasing to theaters and Disney Plus without Premiere simultaneously this summer. So, what? Which one is it's that? It's the one about. Is it Luke? I think it's called Luca. And so they just there. announced. They just recently announced, they are definitely doing it like in phases, announcing when things are, you know, they had a big long list of announcements on Investor Day in December, and now they're kind of not backtracking, but they're just changing things a little bit. They're changing like the dates and stuff. On Investor Day, they were very like, if this continues in the progression that we expect it to or whatever, um, they acted like things would come out on a plan but they kind of always hinted that Premiere would still be an option. I'm I'm definitely wanting to see Cruella and Black Widow in theaters. I'm not really wanting to see those on my I'm, TV. I don't think I would mind Cruella just because I don't think it's going to be like super... It's not going to be like an action movie. But Black Widow, that's going to that's gonna be a theater movie. We should run a theater. And it's like... I, ooh. Well, I think at that point, what it... It's coming out in June, right? I think June 6th. Or July. I'll have to look. Or 
I thought it was like July. Hold on. Because they just recently changed it, right? Yeah. It was supposed to come out in May. July 9th. So I'm honestly probably just like, I'm at that point, if numbers look yeah. good, I'll be comfortable going to the theater. I'm so glad you're back on. Thanks for being here. No problem. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.